I am Carol Angela Davis. I've got your news bite for the day. Folks, guess what? This is coming to you from Columbia, Mississippi, and this is going to tell you about the just insidious disease of racism. A pastor, yes, at a church in Columbus, Mississippi called the Heights Church. The pastor's name is Bishop Scott Voland. He has a wife named Deborah. Well, they spoke out in support of Black Lives Matter, and do you know the board of the church voted him out? That is the most pathetic thing I have ever heard of from good Christians, if you know what I mean. This is being reported by the Christian Post. That's right, folks. Voted him out of his office. He'd been at the church three and a half years. They didn't care. They said, we don't agree with what you're saying. Black Lives Matter. He spoke out about George Floyd. They said, goodbye, get out of here. So that is, he said he's deeply hurt by this because he's officiated at their weddings, done all kinds of things, and this is the way they treated him in the end. That's pretty sad, okay? And that's because... Racism is a disease, and that's what we have to really think of it as. It is an insidious mental illness, and those who suffer from it are mentally ill. Look at the people who are going around our country, the white supremacists, talking about blatantly how much they hate people because of the color of their skin. That is a mental illness, and it has to be treated as such, and they need treatment. Because first of all, it should be in the, in the, uh, the psychology journals, it should be in the medical journals, it should be part of, I think it's the DCMS or whatever they call that big uh, journal where they put all of the psychological diseases because racism, it turns out, is a disease. And it is right now festering in this country to the benefit of no one, particularly to the people they don't even know it, who are the racists, because they constantly vote against their own interests and it's really a sad thing to see. All right, that's the first story of the day. The second is, imagine the Trump administration, along with a coalition of, of Republican uh, attorneys general, imagine them trying to take away Obamacare. So this is kind of the end of the efforts to take away Obamacare. It's reached the U.S. Supreme Court. The White House filing a brief in support of an action that was filed by uh, a coalition of Republican attorneys general. And the objective of it is to take away Obamacare because... Uh, they want to leave apparently 23 million people without health insurance. Now you should know that the filing came on the same middle of a pandemic and on the same day that showed that almost 500,000 Americans turned to the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare to get health insurance after they were laid off from their jobs because of COVID-19, which he, of course, as we know, it's didn't act too, too slowly, and therefore it blew up. So now the people are needing the health insurance because they lost their jobs because you failed to act. So when they go to the Affordable Care Act to get health insurance, you're gonna turn around and invalidate the very, very health insurance that they have. Now you should know that uh, these uh, 487,000 people who signed up in April and May, that represents a 46% jump from the same time last year. That's how many people are in need of the Affordable Care Act, and that's what they got. And I've been telling you about this. I've been telling you it's June, it's June, it's June, and here it is. Now, ruling is not likely to come out until early of 2021, but that's really not the point. The point is the gall. This is what I'm talking about, the disease of hate, racism. This is the, the it tears you up inside, turns you into a terrible person. And look what they've done. They're trying to take everybody's health insurance. Now, one of the worries, this was mentioned by the Biden campaign, one of the worries is that if the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, if they are invalidated, then insurers will be able to say that COVID-19 is a pre-existing condition and then they don't have to insure you or they can insure you at absorbent rates. Now, since in order for COVID-19 to really, really kind of go away, 60% of the population has to become infected. That means 60% of the population could conceivably have the COVID-19 pre-existing condition. That doesn't count all the others they're going to throw at us to make sure they can make their rates go higher. What kind of country do we want to live in? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. 
and we have to fight for it and we are fighting for it and we have to continue to fight for it because what is happening now is absolutely disgraceful and you know that racism is so sick and so insidious that it actually makes you vote against your own interests because what person is going to vote against having their own health care you know what's going to happen they're going to get sick somehow they're going to have to bankrupt themselves by paying for their own health care. And then what do you think is going to happen to their property, for example, their house, their farm? It's going to fall into the hands of, you best, you guessed it, the bank. And then they're going to lose everything because they got sick, because they didn't have health insurance, which of course is what happened before Obama brought us Obamacare. So this is what I'm saying about the disease of hate and racism. It makes you, you know, work against your own interests. And it's sad, but we have to go out there and save ourselves. They're going to get saved in the process. Oh, well, but we have to go out here and save ourselves. So I'm so proud of my young people. You've got to run for office, though. You must run for office in even greater numbers than you're running for office now. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Thanks for watching.